Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets, where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093 That's 800-298-9093 You guys, it's Rick Tittle! Oh, it's time for another full slate of guests at Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. That's me talking like this. Now, 1-800-878-PLAY. P-L-A-Y. You ain't got no alibi. You're ugly. Girl, girl, you ugly. Come on in and get heard. It is Sports Byline, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. At any minute, you can chime in at that toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Come on in and get heard. 1-800-878-7529. We're going to start off the show with Paralympic snowboarder Amy Purdy. Looking forward to having her on. Then filmmaker David Pogue. He has a new movie, Spirit Halloween, the movie. That sounds pretty funny. Speaking of funny, you got three comedians today, one back in studio, too. We'll begin with Matt Bronger, <clears throat> or it says on my slate, Matt Brewanger. It's Bronger. He has a new album and a special. We'll also have the German actor Falk Henschel. He is Hawkman on TV. I'm Hawkman on the radio. Author J.C. Cervantes for her new book, The Lords of the Night. We'll have director Lizzie Gottlieb for her term, Turn Every Page. With historians Robert Caro and Robert Gottlieb. Are all three of them coming on at once? Okay. Looks like it. (laughs) We'll check back in with J.D. Sharp. Talk a little football and baseball. Then comedian Phil Hanley, the Canadian wonder. He'll be in studio with us. He's at the punchline. And T.K. Kirkland, don't mess with him. He's at Helium Philly. <clears throat> Remember, other ways of listening to this program is through sportsbyline.com. Click Listen Live, the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. As I mentioned, Twitch.tv as well, streaming along in the American Forces Radio Network worldwide. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle is the Facebook page. We're on your TV on CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2. And the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. We got three hours. Come on back. 
I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332 That's 800-738-5332 Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218 800-950-8218 That's 800-950-8218 Paid for by Want to Sell Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast Excuse me Did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Speaking of Americans, I got a great American with us right now. As I mentioned, it's uh, Amy Purdy, and uh, Amy Purdy is a three-time medal-winning medal uh, Paralympic snowboarder, and she is also an actress, and she's here on part of Mental Health Awareness Week and World Mental 
Health Day. And Amy, it's an amazing story for any athlete to do what they do, but then with the challenges that you have had to persevere, I just think about all the mental blocks, as I say, fit people have. So how are you able to overcome so, so much? Well, yes, thank you for that. But I, when I was 19 years old, I was a passionate snowboarder, and then I lost both of my legs um, to something called bacterial meningitis, so it came out of the blue. I fought for my life. I ended up having a kidney transplant. My dad donated a kidney to me, and so I, um, my, my plan was to snowboard again. I, that was, In fact, that's really what got me kind of through, um, I guess, some of my toughest days was just thinking, how can I do the things I love to do again? And snowboarding was top of the list, so just kind of daydreaming about it trying to figure out what kind of feet to use. There was a lot of challenge, but in a way that challenge also drove me to figure out a way. You know, I just realized, well, I have to get creative and I do believe this is possible. And so that's really what helped me move forward. First of all, just having that passion, but second of all, being, I guess, inspired by the challenge to figure it out. You know, I think about, medicine and and especially prosthetics you know i tweeted out a picture that's going to be on the show and you have like you know a cute little pedicure and i'm like wait what's going on and <laughs> it's it's pretty amazing and um the, the, but of course you still have to be able to to use those prosthetics how hard was it for you to adapt to those things yeah, you know, prosthetic legs are not easy. Even though they are pretty high-tech these days, they use high-tech materials. Of course, a lot of um, research goes into them, but they are nothing compared to the human leg. I mean, even right now, so I've been an athlete for 20-plus years. I'm going through making new legs right now, and it has been a journey, and it has been a struggle all in itself. But I think that's where... It's really important, whether you're going through something major like I've gone through or you're just going through whatever your day-to-day challenges are, you know, that we keep our, our mental health strong because we need to be resilient. Like, things are going to happen to us, and we are always going to face challenge. So the more resilient we are and the more kind of tools we have for our mental health, I think the easier we get through some of the challenges that come our way. You know, I was reading the CDC uh, findings, 37% of high school students have raised their hand when it came to those who report mental health struggles, especially during the pandemic when we were all kept apart uh, from e- each other. And you're a motivational speaker as well. You do so much to the, for the community. What have you found with our, our young men and women in high school with the, some of the things they've had to endure during the pandemic? You know, I think we've all gone through so much, obviously, like you said, not being connected with each other, but then also we all kind of went online or went to social media and and dove in there, and that's not good for mental health either. And so I think it's really important right now, now that we are allowed to connect a little bit more to do so and to reach out to friends and family or even, you know, a therapist or a life coach or a doctor just to, just to, um, you know, maybe let them know, like, I'm not feeling 100%. And it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. We all are dealing with mental health challenges. You can't not after going through what we've all gone through. 
And so these days, the thing that's really amazing, because we are so connected kind of virtually, um, we can connect to our doctors and therapists through telehealth appointments so easily. In fact, it's so amazing the technology that exists these days. I was just talking to my therapist. I've, actually, I, I talk to a therapist about once a week. She's in Vegas. I'm in Colorado. And we just connect through um, an online portal like NextGen. And it's so amazing that these, these uh, kind of this technology exists for us. So I would say to whether it's students or, you know, teenagers or anybody who is uh, wanting to connect and get just some tools and guidance to reach out uh, virtually and through telehealth because there's so many resources these days. You know, I was in Colorado Springs. I went to the a couple of weeks ago. I went to the Olympic Hall of Fame and all that. And I was just wondering. I don't know if you have the answer. Why does it strike lightning there like every day at three o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like it just rolls in. Did you go to the museum or did you go to the Hall of Fame? I went to the. Well, I had all the Olympic medals. It's the big new building. Okay. Actually, yeah, I think you might have come across, I've got a display in there. It's like my leg, I have a snowboard leg in there and my snowboard, I think. Yeah, no, I think that's you, huh? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but yeah. <laughs> Well, I was just going to say, for pe- I know you got to go real quick. For people who think you've got it all figured out, I think it's important for people to know that you still need a therapist. Like, we're all a work in progress, aren't we? Oh, my gosh, absolutely. And, like, we just don't know what's going to come our way. The more cha- the more we live, the more life we live, the more years we live, the more challenges we're going to have. And we don't we're not necessarily like equipped with the tools to get through these challenges in our life. I just got hit with something a couple of years ago, a major injury 3 years ago, and I went through 10 surgeries over the last 3 years and you would think what I went through before I'd be, you know, I'd have all the tools to get through this adversity, but I needed to reach out and gain more tools so that I could get through it. So, yeah, I think it's really important that we all, you know, that we that we reach out for the support, which exists. And there's actually an incredible uh, website, uh, nextgen.com forward slash nextgenmind, which is a great website for resources, mental health resources, and how to connect through telehealth. By the way, the uh, the Dublin House karaoke every night, in case you're interested. Col- oh, good to know. Colorado Springs. <laughs> All right. There's- I don't know if you want. I don't know. I don't know if you want to hear me singing karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's Amy Purdy, an American hero, uh, on and off the field of honor. Thank you so much for uh, all you do, and uh, keep keep working hard. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks so much. All right. Uh, no doubt. And um, yeah, it's <clears throat> it's pretty amazing if you look on. Uh, I don't usually direct people to my Twitter page outside of just telling them, but. If you go to at Rick Tittle or you go to Tittle Ending Sports with Rick Tittle, I have a picture of her. And if you just sort of looked at it for a second, you wouldn't like notice anything out of the ordinary. You would just see a, a lovely young woman and uh, with some open-toed shoes with a little pedicure. And then you're like, oh, wait. Then you see steel posts where the uh, ankles are. And, you know, you think about trying to fit in. If she pulled, like, the legs of her pants all the way down, you would never notice in a million years. It's really uh, amazing what they've come up with. When you think back to the Civil War, they would just 
chop your legs off and that was it and give you a crutch. And then World War One, the prosthetics were horrific. Um, let's do a whole segment on prosthetics. Now, anyway, Amy Purdy, what an inspiration uh, she is. And uh, not just um, a Purdy face, but bringing home the gold medals and helping other people. It's very, very cool. All right, when we come back, director David Pogue will join us. either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. 
Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast. And we're waiting on our guest. And uh, we have our guest. It's very nice to bring in uh, filmmaker, director David uh, Pogue. He has a new movie called Spirit Halloween, the movie from Strike Back Studios. It's available now in theaters and uh, it will be coming on VOD on the 11th. David, am I saying that right, or do you go Poag? Don't you dare say Poag. <laughs> I got it right the first time. <laughs> yes, Pogue is it. How All right. You? Very cool um, plot. A, a spirit Halloween store. We all see these things pop up in old department stores, what have you, strip malls, and three junior high kids, they're going to spend the night in it, huh? <laughs> yes. Yes, that's the gist of it. That's the gist of it. And uh, how did this all come together? Um, So the script was written by uh, a girl named Billy Bates uh, several years back, uh, kind of genuinely inspired by her kids' infatuation with the store. Um, And I think she'd even won some awards, just uh, film festivals, kind of getting the script around. And um, it eventually landed on the desk of Hideout Pictures here in Nashville, uh, who I'm just have a long working relationship with. I've done a lot of music video work and commercial work with those guys. And uh, they asked if I'd be up for making a feature. So this is my first feature. Um, I wasn't, you know, sitting around looking for a PG Halloween movie to come along, uh, but this one did. And I got pretty excited about, pretty excited about it right off the bat, you know, Um, just because I don't know, there's something, I, I feel like a lot of the, this genre has kind of come into, more focused with stranger things, kind of this throwback um, Spielbergian horror type of thing. And, um, but where I feel like stranger things was aimed at us adults and our nostalgia, this was aimed squarely at the kids. It was about, you know, or even, even maybe a little bit younger than the kids in the movie are are eighth graders coming into high school. And um, I don't know I thought it would be a lot of fun to make a movie for kids that's still scary. Hopefully we could get kind of an edgy PG thing going along. Um, but just kind of, you know, just trying to channel my 10 year old self and the types of movies I liked back then and the way movies felt to watch back then and tried to make a good old fashioned slumber party Halloween movie. You know, that was, that was the the dream, the hope anyway. Yeah, no, I mean, that sounds really, really cool. And I just think about those stores. You have built in so many things. I mean, now you walk in, there are these six-feet-tall mannequins, and uh, you know, yes. some of them are timed, some of them are motion sensor. I mean, you've got uh, scary things built in already. Yeah, I mean, that was, you know, again, kind of coming into it, even even as the project, as the script was getting, was getting approved and greenlit, we still didn't have, you know, Spirit Halloween, the store had no idea this was kind of coming, coming uh, 
transpiring. And so we weren't even sure we were going to be able to work with them. Um, and, and we're ready to, to kind of make it a generic Halloween store, but it was important to the plot that it needed to be one of these stores that pops up overnight and, you know, kind of a, an abandoned retail space. And so that was just so perfectly them. Uh, I was really, really happy that they, they did, they did come on board and they were really fun to work with ultimately. Um, but yeah, there's just, there's so much, um, the store, the whole, that, that setting, that scenario is pretty ripe for, uh, for fun stuff to happen on camera. No question. So it's always interesting and, and things that, you know, we, the audience, the people that go to the movies, we don't consider, but I know, is there sort of like an Excel spreadsheet? Like if you say this word this many times, it's PG. If you show a booby, it's PG 13. I mean, how do you, like, cause as you said, you don't want a G rated movie, but you right. don't want some hardcore slasher too. So how do you sort of walk that line? Yeah. I mean, no, that's, that's, I, there probably is that's above my pay grade to know um the goal the whole time was a pg movie and which is really hard to judge as well i mean you look at pg movies from the early 80s i mean the original poltergeist is pg and, and that should be by by today's standards is is probably r or pg-13 at least i think there was a time when the pg-13 rating didn't exist um and uh, for for me, it was more about tone. You know, it was more about who is is this for older teenagers? Is it for their? Is it for parents? Is it for kids? And I tried to aim it at I would say seven to twelve. You know, I wanted it to be still scary, but there's no there's nothing depraved. There's nothing violent. There's nothing bloody. You know, it's just um, it's more of a thrill ride than it is. Uh, you know, something dark and, and terrible or nightmare inducing, I would say. Yeah. And, you know, I'm looking at the, uh, the cast, Christopher Lloyd. I mean, what a get, man. Uh, yeah, we, I mean, there, there's a couple of, uh, big names that play smaller roles in the movie. And I, I just was pretty blown away with, with who we landed on the minute they started talking of, you know, they had, they had several, uh actors in question for the villain in the in the minute christopher lloyd was even discussed i just put all my eggs in that basket and was really hoping he would take the project uh because he's you know i was born in the 80s he, he's been a legend uh he's been on screen my entire life he's been somebody i've watched my entire life um i'd say earliest memories would be who framed roger rabbit he scared the crap out of me as judge doom in that um and yeah it was just really surreal to meet him to work with him to talk to him on the phone, you know, leading up to the shoot. Uh, he, he was, he was, uh, just a, a gentleman and really great to work with, you know, all his questions had to do with the script and the story and what kind of movie we were making. And he didn't, it didn't feel like some big Hollywood actor, you know, coming down to throw us a bone for a day, you know, it really felt like he was part of the movie and, and, uh, and then his voiceover work we did after the cut was, you know, almost done. And so we got to kind of circle back with him and, it was just great. And then uh, talk about Money in the Bank, Rachel Lee Cook. I mean, all the movies she's been in, you know, just gorgeous, talented, uh, another great get. Yeah. No, Rachel was was fantastic to work with. She was down with us for more time than Christopher was uh, and just really was excited about the project. She had a lot of positive energy she brought to it. She was excited to be making something her kids would like. You know, I think that gave her some extra gusto to just really go for it and have fun with it. Um, and, and, you know, that was the, the thing about this type of movie is everybody, 
you know, the cast, the crew, we all knew what kind of movie we were making. And that was a lot of fun. You know, you could, there, there's a lot of, <laughs> everybody was just having fun with, with this subject matter and everything. So um, one last question for you. For the kids, you know, casting is so important. Did you go with uh, some quote unquote veterans or did you maybe discover somebody? I I mean, we, um, our casting team, they were working out of LA, but they cast a wide net. I was watching uh, Zoom interviews and auditions from all over the country. Um, and it was really hard, to be honest. I mean, 12, you know, you know, we, we, put out a wide call for 12 to 14 year old boys. And that is a, uh, a, as you can imagine, you get all sizes and shapes at that age. So some 12 year old boys look seven, some of them look 17, you know, they're just all over the map. And so my goal outside of any sort of previous resume, I was really looking to find a genuine group of friends or, you know, the three boys that felt like genuine friends that felt kind of unrefined, um, Middle schools, I think, kind of a messy time. You know, it's certainly it's an awkward time. And mm-hmm. I wanted to find kids that other kids would relate to, you know. And, and the other challenge at, at casting young actors is a lot of them that are auditioning for movies and are in that world are already just super slick and self-aware <laughs> or, you know, doing the sitcom thing and know all their bits. And, you know, you know, and so I was looking for, you know, I was just trying to cast purely on on acting talent and how they made me feel and how I related to them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I got really lucky. I mean, we, we had them come out about a week early. Um, I, I kind of pushed for that for more rehearsal time, but also just so they could hang out and, 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 uh, and spend some time getting to know each other. And we were shooting in a little town called Rome, Georgia, which was very friendly, you know, like they were, they were riding their bikes around the neighborhood and it, I feel like they really became the group of friends that they are in the movie uh, very quickly. So I was uh, I was happy about that. Very cool. The movie is called Spirit Halloween. The movie possessing theaters this fall, as I mentioned, in theaters right now. Video on demand will be releasing coming up here on the 11th. It's from Hideout Pictures, particular crowd, and uh, as I mentioned, Strike Back Studios. We've been speaking with the director David Polk. David, congratulations on your first feature. It sounds like a lot of fun, man. Thank you so much. All right, no problem, and. Um, you know, it's funny, when I first heard they're making a spirit Halloween movie, all I thought of was a raucous, raunchy comedy. <laughs> because, you know, a lot of times the people who work in those uh, in those places, you know, it's temp work. Because they pop up and then they go away. And spirit Halloween, if you go early... There's a lot of stuff in there. If you go late, like I usually do, I love Halloween. I love scaring uh, the crap out of people. I get off on it, like Chad and Weird Science. But if you go late, then you're screwed. But I thought it was going to be so. I thought it was going to be like you know, waiting with Ryan Reynolds, like one of those type of things. But this sounds really cool. And as a kid, that sounds like such a cool thing. A junior high, spend the night in a spirit. I dare you. All right, when we come back, I dare you to stick around for Matt Bronger, veteran comedian.
Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me. Did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. For Butch's Coffee. For EJ's Sandwich Shop. For Springfield Family Dental. Every day, Staples helps every kind of small business create bold signs that sing. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. Ends 1231. Visit staplesconnect.com for details. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Whatever works. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's been about, I don't know, six, seven years since we had comedian Matt Bronger in studio. He's finally back. He has a new album. He has a new special 
Matt, we just had a commercial on the break for something called inflammatory bowel disease. Do you have that? No, but uh, boy, it sounds tempting. It sounds like a good time. You know, whoever whoever wrote the name is definitely a master of branding. I mean, it just sounds like a vacation or, or, or a delicious lunch. I don't know. I mean, no, but I wish. Yeah. It's sort of like the uh, nomenclature, like, do you remember a couple of years ago out here in California, the weather people started saying, the atmospheric river, like, holy Lord. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a bored weatherman who's like, no, 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 my job is cool. Check this term out I made up. So, <laughs> there you go. All right, uh, the new album out on 800 Pound Gorilla, tell us more. Well, basically, it's, it's, it's actually the album is coming out in a couple weeks. Uh, it's coming out as a special first. It's on this platform called Moment that kind of uh, does um, events, basically. And um, so, but it's a tape special. We shot it last year in Nashville. It's called Doug. Uh, it basically encompasses the last couple years of my life and the country's life with uh, the pandemic. Uh, my wife and I had a kid. And we lost our minds. We drove across the country from L.A. to Boston uh, during the lockdown, um, which uh, I highly recommend, especially an electric car with California plates to the south. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, na- it's named after, it's called Doug, and it's named after uh, the worst guy I ever met on vacation with my wife and um, our, our encounters with him. The last, uh, you know, section of the special basically talks entirely about those encounters. And I guess the, the theme, the wrap-up of the whole thing, with a big twist ending, is uh, that, uh, you know, us, us dudes, and I think you'll agree, need good role models, good, good male role models, but we also kind of need bad ones. We need guys we meet along the way that in our minds we go, I can never become you. And for me, that was Doug. And it's an ironic uh, that he, thing that he has that name, because every other Doug I've ever known has been cool, you know? So... That's that's basically it. I, I just want it to be, you know, like a vacation from from uh, <laughs> to to rip off. What about Bob? A vacation from your problems is what I want the Doug special to be. So. Yeah, the the past tense of dig. It is kind of an interesting name if you mm-hmm. shorten Douglas. But uh, so you brought it up, and you're not going to do the whole special for us. But can you give us a minute or two of why Doug was the worst person you ever met? Oh, yeah, no problem. Um, he was a guy who kind of had it all, was rich, uh, you know, married three kids, uh, but hated the fact that he had kids and had this all-encompassing desire to be and look cool. And he was deep into his 50s. And I'm not saying you, you can't be cool as you get older. You certainly can. But, um, you know, Doug didn't, didn't pull it off. He, he worked in, in finance or some other job that people would immediately kind of hate you for and uh, judged everyone for what they did for a living when, they, when he met them, especially guys, you know, and uh, was very kind of, you know, standoffish. Um, every time I saw Doug, he was drunk and wet, like he somehow woke in the froth of the surf with a half-empty bottle of Captain Morgan's. Um, God, I could go on. Uh, there was a time he uh, followed um, a large, you know, we're, we met him in the Caribbean, Anguilla on vacation, and uh, the time he was he was following uh, a large uh, black gentleman down the beach, insisting the guy played for the Raiders, and the guy kept telling him, "No, I live on the island." <laughs> I mean, it's, it, there's there's just you know I just I, you know when you're like, well, what what was bad about Doug? I'm like, well, let me get this heavy tome 
uh, from <laughs> off my shelf and open, <laughs> let me open this photo album and just pick a page. It was, you know, it was, it was a bountiful uh, feast of reasons. And in the, in the special, I only, you know, I, I give, I give enough to really, to really tell it, you know, you sell it, but it's like, the more I think about it, the more I can go, oh, but there's also this. <laughs> wow. Well, the other thing that you have to ask is that, I guess maybe you answered your own question, like, why do you keep hanging out with him, and he keeps giving you material? Well, it was a small resort, and he would just show up. Mm. He would kind of, uh, you know, there was a thing, and you, you, I don't want to give it away, but I'd say it was special, that he, uh, he would yell, like, across the room at me, and uh, about me being a comedian. Because it was one of those things where, in, I tell this in the special, like we're, we're on a sunset cruise the first day of the weekend, uh, all, the, all the people at the resort, and um, he's walking around the boat basically asking every guy what they do for a living. No matter what the guy says, he kind of laughs at it a little bit. And not in a funny way. Like, I love a funny a-hole. I really do. Mm-hmm. Like, a, a really funny jerk is great. But, this, but he wasn't funny. And you could tell there was a lot of, you know, animosity behind his speech and kind of insecurity disguised as masculinity. So, you know, uh, uh, he found out I was a comedian and he was like, good luck with that. And I, as I say to my wife, I was like, that's how I feel every time they call my name to go on stage. <laughs> like every, every time I perform, <laughs> let's see, you know, uh, but, um, he, uh, uh, gets like, what was my, he, 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 ba- he, he basically would yell this thing. Basically, someone else on the boat was like, hey, I know you, man. And a couple people knew who I was. Mm-hmm. So from then on, I became a valuable commodity. Mm-hmm. So he would kind of try to come over to me wherever we were. And we were, you know, hanging out and almost, almost like a barnacle. Uh, so that's, that's how. That's how that <laughs> would happen. A couple more questions from Matt Bronger, the uh, new special and album, Doug, on Moment, an 800-pound Gorilla. So the other question is, is his real name Doug? And if so, is he going to get back to you and be like, what the hell, man? You know, he might. I, I don't, I, I don't think so. I think it's, 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 uh, it's one of those things where I'm probably far, far, far off his radar. Uh, I don't think I'm probably his cup of tea in terms of comedians. I'm not sure what that would be or who that would be. Um, but it's interesting. I'm pretty much friends with every kind of comedian, you know, out there. So I might know, the guy, and it certainly is a guy. His favorite is a guy comedian. I'll tell you right now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. He he might reach out, but you know, I could I could see. I had one thing that his wife said to my wife that was pretty ridiculous, uh, and so that he might kind of get mad about. And I'll be like, like, look, man, all this is real. Everything you said. Sorry, you bleep that. Uh, mm-hmm. Apologize for cursing on the radio. Uh, all this stuff is real. Like everything you said, everything she said. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't think you can't really have any animosity if you did it. It's how I feel. <laughs> well, he's probably like saying, you know, you're funny, but you ain't no Byron Allen. <laughs> Byron's his favorite. That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, the other thing too, is if you think about uh, doing a special about one guy, I remember like, you know, Sam Marilla, his whole closer for a while was about this guy called the white knight that he met in Cleveland do you mm-hmm. at the time yeah. at the time did you think oh this is going to be some good potter for the podcast or did you just think oh my gosh this guy is a piece of work? Yeah, you know, it, 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 I never was like let me file this away. I, I think a lot of my a lot of my bits are based on I won't call it trauma, but you know, annoyance or um, being on the other end of something. 
So, uh, you know, it's, 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 it depends, but once you're through it, you're through it and you can laugh about it. But at the time, you know, we still had a great weekend. We didn't see him all the time, but every time he showed up, we were like, Oh, great. But Hey, luckily he would, he would get so wasted. He would pass out pretty early. So that was cool. That was handy and, and, and lucky for us. And then, of course, karmically, someday there'll be a special, another comedian, and it'll be about a guy called Matt. And you're like, oh, no, now I'm Doug. (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, well, I deserve that. I really deserve that. (laughs) All right, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I hope you don't mind being a sports talk show as we are. I know you did a little Al Michaels. Can you conjure up any of that? Well, I mean, all I would kind of, I will say just as 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 uh, as a small rejoinder, on Mad TV in my season, I was one of two white males, so we had to cover a lot <laughs> Charlie of Sheen. pop culture, a lot. Where it's like I would watch, you know, Al, Al and just do the both, you know, to the twenty, to the twenty-five, you know, the most. Yeah, that's almost every sportscaster. So <laughs> I my my Al, my it's really terrible. You know, he's one of the he has one of those ubiquitous voices that almost. It, it almost sounds like someone running on a football field. It's so common. Like, it just goes with every game. So I would just kind of just do, uh, uh, you know, he's really trying out there. And we, you know, it's, it, but it was almost just a monotonal uh, kind of thing. So it wasn't, you know, I, I, I had guys in the crew that were like, you're Al Michaels. This is great. I'm like, I know, man. I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> Can I tell you a quick Al Michaels story? I probably shouldn't. T- I probably shouldn't tell on the air. Uh, (laughs) this was like, uh, this is over 20 years ago and this is, you know, you can take it for what it's worth, but I knew a woman who was, uh, booking the, uh, the X games and I guess they got him to do the first one and he wasn't real happy about doing it X games (laughs) and they were in Dallas. And so she's, she booked him at a hotel called the Adolphus, which is this five star super ritzy hotel. And she, she got back and she left a message saying, Hey, I hope everything's okay. And she got a voicemail uh, of two words, and it was just him screaming, Four Seasons! Click. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Wrong I, hotel. <laughs> dude, I, I, lo- I, I, love the, I love the pettiness. I love stories like that. I love the, the thing where someone is accustomed to a certain thing, and they, it, get, it gets moved slightly, and they lose <laughs> their minds. Well, like, get... I, I have an uncle who, yeah. was, who was very angry and very rich and um, was talking that he has, he has bad stories about all these pro golfers because mm-hmm. his country club was a very, very exclusive one in the suburbs of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And um, he was, t- like, we, you know, there's a th- this thing of a tribute to Jack Nicholas and everyone, and, and he's just like, he's like, that jerk. And everyone's like, what, why? And he, he I guess, Emily, they put Jack up. They gave him the use of one of my uncle's friend's mansions or something, mm-hmm. you know, this beautiful house. And he just, I guess Jack Nicholas moved into the guy's house and did nothing but bitch about it. Like, <laughs> this is a dump. And I, I kind of like, that just, it just makes me happy that someone is just that, you know, like you have this use of this beautiful place and you're just like, this is all of this is garbage. <laughs> it, it's unfathomable uh, to me. It, I don't know. Maybe because I spent a lot of time in La Quinta. I don't know. Yes. No doubt. All right. It's Matt Bronger, everybody. Doug is the name of the special. You can see it on Moment and the album on 800 Pound Gorilla. Matt, good having you on again. And next time you're in San Francisco, come back in the studio, man. Uh, 
hundred percent. I will be there. Really appreciate you having me on, man. Thank uh, you so much. All right, good stuff. Matt Bronger, B R A U N G E R. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417-800-871-9417-800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic.
I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. A couple minutes left. We are booked solid, baby, going all the way through. Um, yeah, Matt Bronger's pretty funny. If you saw him, you would definitely recognize him. You'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy. In the next hour, German actor Falk Henschel, also author the lovely J.C. Cervantes. Doesn't matter what she looks like. Quit appropriating. And director Lizzie Gottlieb. How does she look, Rook? Huh? How does she look? You can call me Rook. Uh, The Warriors are considering disciplinary action for Draymond Green, according to The Athletic, because Draymond Green apparently punched Jordan Poole in uh, practice, and they needed to be separated. Normally, I would just say, A, these things happen. I can't tell you how many fights I saw at at practices over the years in high school and college. Uh, We know that Green uh, is a trash talker, probably in his sleep, (laughs) to a brick wall. Um, The Athletics said that he and Poole have gotten into some very heated arguments in the past, but this one uh, was up. But um, the Athletics says that the Warriors, Bob Myers and Steve Kerr, feel like a line has been crossed. And, uh, you know, I should say I'm not surprised. Is anybody surprised? Because Draymond is a heated thing. But as Steve Kerr always says, hey, this is what makes him Draymond. We don't want to stop him. This is why he's great. And uh, I think it's really not a big deal unless you want to make it a big deal. It's just because if it's Draymond, if you heard that, you know, Festus Azili and Andrew Bogut took punches at each other, you'd be like, oh, that's too bad. And then you'd forget about it. But with Draymond, it's like, ah, what else? What else? Hopefully that's it. As a Warrior fan, I say that. We will take a break. We'll come back, and we got another two hours right here on Byline. Radio News with Tim Berg. Weekly jobless claims are up. The Department of Labor says claims for the week ending October 1st were at 219,000. It's an increase of 29,000 from the previous week. There are new fears gas prices will rise even higher now that OPEC and its allies plan to slash oil production. Oil analysts say the cut will probably lead to even more price increases at the pump. The White House saying President Biden is disappointed by the short-sighted decision made by OPEC+. A group is looking into how many abortion clinics have closed this year. From the USA Radio News West Coast News Bureau, Lance Pry has the details. At least 66 clinics in 15 states have stopped providing abortions since the United States Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. The number of clinics providing abortions in the 15 states dropped from 79 before the June 24th decision to 13 as of October 2nd. That's according to the Guttmacher Institute, 
a research group that supports abortions. Murders increased slightly across the country last year, according to a new report by the FBI. Appearing on Fox Business, Tennessee Republican Senator Bill Haggerty says this is why he proposed legislation that would end so-called soft-on-crime policies. That's prompted Marsha Blackburn and I, my senior senator from Tennessee, to put forward legislation to deal with this right now. We need to turn around and get our law and order in, in stored, in, reinstated here in our, our cities in America. We need to properly fund the police and prosecutors. President Biden will be in New York and New Jersey on Thursday. New York Governor Kathy Hochul will join the president in Poughkeepsie to highlight a big investment by IBM. The company saying it will make a $20 billion investment in the Hudson Valley region over the next 10 years. USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. The already massive Powerball jackpot keeps getting bigger. With no grand prize winner in Wednesday night's drawing, the top prize has shot up to $348 million. The next drawing set for Saturday night. A big-time movie producer is in hot water. Prosecutors in Los Angeles announced Wednesday that veteran producer Eric Weinberg was arrested Tuesday on multiple charges including sexual assault and false imprisonment. Weinberg is best known as co-creator of the hit TV show Scrubs. Prosecutors say from the 1990s to as recently as 2020, Weinberg used his position in Hollywood to lure young women to photo shoots where he assaulted as many as five victims, but investigators say they believe there are many, many more. In a news conference Wednesday, L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon said no one is above the law. We will hold anyone who commits such acts accountable, no matter what your job is, your wealth, or your privilege. From the Gulf Coast Radio News Bureau, I'm Tony Maruso. New research shows the best time to eat is earlier in the day. Two new studies published this week suggest eating earlier in the day and within a 10-hour period may help with weight loss and improve cholesterol levels. Week 5 of the NFL season kicks off Thursday night with the Denver Broncos playing host to the Indianapolis Colts. That game can be seen on Amazon Prime. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Oh, 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 Improve fuel mileage with Chevron Techron Fuel System Cleaner at O'Reilly Auto Parts. A clean fuel system can increase your vehicle's performance and gas mileage. Get Chevron Techron Fuel System Cleaner starting at $9.99 and earn 10 times O Rewards points on your purchase. Get the most out of every gallon. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts or shop O'ReillyAuto.com today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 831 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Throwing it out to any Kaiser people out there. Yes, I'm using my airwaves for advice. How do you kiss on a first date? No. <clears throat> so, 16 years ago, I, I tore my PCL, my meniscus, and then Kaiser gave me a bottle of Tylenol and a cane, and I said, I need an MRI, and they said, no, you don't. And I said, yes, I do. I'm a former athlete. I know my knee. Something's wrong. And they're like, oh. So they finally gave it to me. And they're like, oh, yeah. Your PCL's torn in your meniscus. I'm like, yeah. And then they did an operation. I got the Cal doctor, Dr. Richard Hatch. And he didn't do anything. He goes, I just cleaned out some bodies. <laughs> so this time I messed up my knee. I go in. They actually do give me the MRI. And they're like, bone bruise, this, this, and that. And I'm like, okay, well, I, you know, I can't really run on it. And the orthopedist just got back to me in an email and said, yeah, we'll do a steroid shot in the knee, but don't run on it for a couple more months. And I just figure, is this like the real thing? You know, like, could I get a platelet-rich plasma injection? PRP, platelet-rich plasma, yeah. Stem cell research. The fact of the matter is, is, if I was playing for the 49ers, this would already be done. I don't play for the 49ers, so I get it. I don't deserve special treatment. But I just wonder if the steroid shot in the knee is like the bottle of Tylenol or it's the right thing. Rick, when in doubt, get a second opinion. Oh, who said that? Oh, I said it to myself. All right, that's fantastic radio. Let me know when we're back from the break. 1-800-878-PLAY. We will come back with German actor Falk Henschel. Das, das ist aber schon, das Wetter ist aber schon heute auch, ja? Genau und richtiger. I hate it when Tittle speaks German. He's just showing off. He's not even saying anything. He's saying Mongo Dogface Banana Patch in German. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. We'll just have to find out. Also, JC Cervantes and Lily Gottlieb, all your favorites, all here. And we still have another hour after that. That's right. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. I'm Rick Tittle. Get on back on Byline. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? 
then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets, where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. This report is sponsored by Amazon. Amazon just announced Prime Early Access Sale for Prime members on October 11th and 12th, giving them exclusive early access to hundreds of thousands of holiday deals and savings before anyone else. Members can score deep discounts on Amazon's first-ever Top 100 list, which will feature a curated selection of the best holiday deals on products across categories, including Amazon devices, beauty, toys, fashion, home, and electronics. Members can prepare in advance by creating personalized deal alerts and asking Alexa to notify them about deals once they're live. Prime Early Access Sale will run for 48 hours, with the festivities starting at 12 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time on October 11th and 12th. Not a Prime member yet? Customers can join Prime or start a free 30-day trial at Amazon.com Prime to participate. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check me out. Coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Nice to welcome to the show actor Falk Henschel. Of course, you know him as Hawkman. He's been in a lot of big movies as well, Night and Day with uh, Tom Cruise, Malcolm Tomorrow, and with Steve Carell as well. 
Falk, welcome to the show. You're originally from the DDR, as I know, before you got out to the Bundesrepublik Deutschland. So for you, do you still love Leipzig and Red Bull Fußball spielen Mannschaft and all that? <laughs> I do love Leipzig. It's a great city, and it's getting better and better. There's, you can basically paddleboard soon through the whole city and surrounding area. The nature is getting more integrated, and it's just, yeah, it's become a really special place. I'm Not so much when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys got out before the wall came down, right? Yep. Yeah, we, we escaped March of 1989, I believe. And still thinking that the wall would remain up and in the train, like shaking and wondering if anybody was going to get on and pull us off. But we got out and then the wall crumbled like seven months later. I remember uh, it was... Just a couple of years after you were born, I went through Checkpoint Charlie, and uh, they were like, you know, don't uh, take any pictures of government buildings or soldiers. Uh, don't try to bring out any, you know, East German marks. And I still did. And I went through the the checkpoint, and they're like, "Geschlossen Sie die Tür." I put my hands up. I go, "Oh, close the door." I thought I was going to go uh, to prison, but. But for you, I would imagine, and just correct me if I'm wrong, your favorite Fußballspieler, Mikhail Balik, right? Because he's from Görlitz. He's also a former DDR Spieler, uh, right? Yeah, I, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm not big into soccer, but I know him. And uh, I'm sure he's really good. <laughs> <laughs> so you were, uh, when you, you, know, you go to London, you start dancing. I mean, you had, when did you realize that you had the rhythm? Fourteen is when my mom put me into old-fashioned Arthur Murray uh, band school, and then by like sixteen, I was like, "Oh, this is really fun, and and this could be something I could pursue, and you know, a nice creative outlet." And were you thinking, "I want to be in the West End, I want to be in musicals, and all that"? I was actually at that time. I, backup dancing was the thing for me, like. Uh, Justin Timberlake or Usher or Missy Elliott that were the sort of the, the artists back then. Um, and to do tours, you know, to go on like world tours was the dream. To be in the music videos was sort of the aspiration. Um, yeah, that's kind of like what kept me training and, and moving forward. Until so, I landed in the States. Right. Well, you got that great voice. I mean, it's great for uh, radio as well. Did you have to really you, work? You at- got a job for me? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> we could do the, oh wait, I was going to say we could do the Bundesliga report, but you don't know. Right. <laughs> but that'll make it funny. I'll have all kinds of opinions and I know nothing. <laughs> no, it'd be great. You'd be like, uh, FC Bayern. I heard of them. <laughs> I heard of them. <laughs> Franz Beckenbauer. I think he was prime minister. Franz Beckenbauer. Yeah. <laughs> prime minister. Hey, he might make a good one. <laughs> Yeah, no. So, how close are you still associated with with Germany, or are you just like California guy now, through and through? Well, I'm in Oregon, Bend, Oregon. So I'm like a mountain. I became like a high desert mountain guy that mm. loves to ride horses and hang out, hangs out in high rivers and fly fish. But um, uh, well, to be honest with you, they just canceled my German citizenship uh, two years ago. Yeah, I became an American, and I didn't know. I honestly just didn't know that that was illegal. And so then the German, I went to the German embassy in COVID to be like, hey, I should extend my passport so I can go home and see my family and bring my son to, to see my mom. And and they were like, did you get any other citizenships in the meantime? And I was like, yeah, I became an American. I was all proud of it. Um, 
And then they just ripped up my passport and said, you are no longer German. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what? And yeah, they, they, they weren't about it. The, the stupid thing is, excuse my language, but you can just, I can just reapply as some, as an American with German uh, heritage mm. to become a German again. And that's okay. As an American, you can have dual citizenships, but the Germans are not allowed to have two Wow. Yeah. I, um, yep. So my family is from Nordvine, uh, Westfalen, and also. That's um, where mine is. Oh, really? I said uh, ours yeah. is uh, Paderborn near Munster. Yeah, I know that really well. And then uh, Dusseldorf is where we are. So we're oh, yeah. I have also family yeah. in Zollingen, which is right near Dusseldorf. Mm-hmm. That's where they make the, oh, the, the Messe. The Messe yeah. und der Haribol Bärchen auch. You got, you got some German skills, brother. I spent. I've been to Germany twelve times. Yeah, I got a little. I got a little bit going on there. Um, but for you, was it hard for you to lose your accent, or did that just come naturally? It was fun to do. I, I made it a whole thing. Like the the accent coach was really upfront. She was like, "Look, you probably won't lose it because it's hard, and if you want to lose it, just quit speaking your language for two years to your parents, to your friends, and if you do, pretend that you have an American accent." And I did that, and that really helped. Uh, yeah, and then I just kind of tried to like jig around my whole identity just to kind of not be noticed so much as a German in Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest, I had a lot of trauma on it, and it was the the roles for Germans are just not what I'm really keen on. Mm-hmm. Um, they just don't, you know, it's it's one it's sort of one tone usually. Um, but it was fun. I, I was an America fan like ever since I can remember. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. The wild, big country, freedom, all that. So, I enjoyed assimilating and you know adapting. And then for Hollywood, I was thinking like you know roles and like oh yeah, you're an inglorious bastard. You'll be with Christoph Waltz, and you're like yeah. And then you take off your shirt like I have a six pack too. And they're like, well, maybe we can use you other ways too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Hollywood was a weird that trajectory of Hollywood and how they, where they put you and how they, you know, where you fit. It's interesting. It's fascinating. So what about your nickname, the German Tom Hardy? Cause I just made it up. Where <laughs> the German Tom Hardy. Yeah. I have, I actually did uh, do a film with Wally Feister, who is Chris Nolan's DP. And he kept, he kept saying things like, what am I doing with Tom Hardy over here? <laughs> <laughs> when we were in a great one thing. So, uh, I guess it's a good one. I'll take it. Yeah, why not? So, uh, so what's in the uh, the pipe for you? What should we be looking for you in uh, next here, Falk? Uh, you should all go watch uh, Swap Me Baby. I'm really proud of it. It's a body swap comedy. Swap Me Baby on Amazon and iTunes right now. It comes out on Tubi this month and the other ABOT platforms. It's a very simple body swap comedy where there's a French mushroom tripping gigolo who's just a loved life and then a more uptight sort of controlling um business lady played by my life partner um and they get pregnant and have to figure out how to like get along and put their differences aside and so they they swap bodies in a magical way at like a retreat and have to go through all kinds of shenanigans to get their identities back and to learn how to become parents uh and it's really funny it's 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 funny if you're a young parent or you're you're 
expecting, we were expecting in the movie. She was eight months pregnant. Mm. Um, it's just sort of a take, like an old um, concept, sort of on a take, okay, what, what would it be like if, if mom and dad got to switch bodies and what is all that uh, about? And then the, the differences, to put the differences aside, we made the movie right after Trump and COVID was going on and everybody was hating everybody and scared of everyone. <laughs> And so I said, my first independent film, I wanted to be light. I wanted to tell people, you can get along, even if you agree on nothing. Just find the humanity and, you know, let's, let's put our differences aside. There it is. Well said by actor Falk Henschel. Check him out there. And, uh, hey, Falk, good stuff. Let's do it again. Uh, und uh, vielen Dank, mein Freund. <laughs> ich bedanke mich bei dir. Thank you so much. It's nice being on. All right, good stuff. You saying, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We will come on back with J.C. Cervantes. a book, you can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing don't wait another day take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print you've already written a book so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to dorns publishing and get your free guide to publishing call right now 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 that's 800-485-6003 Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. 
This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. It's great to welcome New York Times bestselling author J.C. Cervantes uh, to talk about her new book. It's called The Lords of Night, a shadow bruja novel. J.C., welcome to the show. First things first, I'm sure you get this a lot. No relation to Don Quixote, Miguel, right? No, but that would be really cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, uh, Bruja, from my limited Spanish, that means witch, right? So tell us a little bit more about the plot, please. Yeah, so Lords of Night is a spinoff of the uh, Stormrunner trilogy, which uh, Ren Santiago, the protagonist of Lords of Night, uh, jumped onto the page in the second book of that trilogy and continued on to the third and she is a shadow bruja. She has the ability to manipulate shadow at her will, and uh, things get a little topsy-turvy for her in that initial trilogy. And when I finished The Shadow Crosser, I realized there was so much I still didn't know about her or her origin story or her powers that I wanted to explore more, and so The Lords of Night was born. Now, this is a story about uh, Chicana, which a lot of people don't realize is that a Chicana is a Latina, but a Chicana is Mexican. So you go back to the, the roots, the, the Aztec, the, sometimes the Maya as well. This is all part of it, isn't it? It is. It's a, it's a really rich history. It's a very fascinating ancient civilization with a really compelling history um, and story, and I wanted to bring that to light. You know, I know for myself, I didn't get a lot of Mesoamerican history, if any. Uh, I was born and raised in Southern California, so it's kind of shocking. And so hopefully this opens that gateway for kids who are interested in it. When you uh, have your protagonist, uh, Renata Santiago, um, how much of her is you? You know, I, I think that as writer... 
writers everywhere, and, you know, we all have different answers for this, but I really write to understand the world, and it's a very cathartic experience. And, you know, I never create a character that is based on me or anyone I know, because then that brings the external world into a world that I'm trying to create. And really, it becomes my reality for many, many months while I am writing the book. But I can't help but wonder if there are pieces that are that kind of transcend who we are as humans. So for example, you know, Ren is, she doesn't feel like she necessarily belongs. Well, we've all felt that emotion before, or she isn't sure where she fits in, or she's angry because her friends are, you know, they have turned into these rogue godborns who are doing, you know, bad things. And so how does she struggle with that? So I think more than anything, it's kind of a universal um, set of emotions that we've all felt it in some way or another. And yeah, I probably work them out through my characters, but I definitely don't think that I impart my own personality traits to my characters. Gotcha. Now, writing for 12, 13, 14-year-olds, um, do you sometimes want them to be a little precocious? Do you want to, like, educate them? I mean, you don't want to be too adult, but you don't want to be a, you don't want to baby them either. This isn't, you know, Bob the Builder. So how do you kind of walk that line? Right. You know, I, it's interesting. I, I'm never didactic. I, I never think about, I actually don't think about my reader when I'm writing a book. Again, it goes back to that allows the external world into a world that I'm trying to create. And for me to get into flow and really, really buy into this world, that means I have to forget this world exists. And if I'm thinking about my readers and if I'm thinking about teachers and librarians and my editor and my agent, then all of a sudden things start to fall apart. So, you know, I more than anything at the end would like my reader to enjoy the story. Maybe they experience some kind of escapism. Um, you know, maybe it opens their heart in a certain way, but I, I would certainly not um, ever be didactic about that or tell them, well, this is what I think you should learn. Right. A couple more questions for J.C. Cervantes, The Lords of the Night, the new book. When you have a, a fan base now, it's a bar that you've set, and on the one hand, that's really cool because people expect a lot out of you, but on the other hand, you better deliver as well. Is that kind of a pressure situation <laughs> that you find uh, productive? Well, I didn't until you said that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Um, you know what? I I was an athlete growing up. I I have dealt with pressure my whole life, and it's not necessarily about performance because I think when you really are performing something in an authentic way to the best of your ability with an authentic intention, you don't have to worry about that stuff. So, you know, hopefully hopefully my, my readers enjoy the work, but, again, I, I approach it always as authentically as possible. The other thing is, too, um, do you sort of take a, because I know flirting with fate was kind of a departure for you. Do you sort of feel like maybe you're like, I'm pigeonholing myself. I want to expand. I want to do a rom-com. I want to do like a spy novel. You know, how do your like creative juices flow like that? You know, so first of all, the first scene of any story comes to me fully formed. It's a very strange thing. I get the first scene and I want to know more about it. And if it sticks with me for many days, then I know it's probably a story I need to write. I don't think about age category or um, genre at all. And so, for example, I have my first adult novel coming out next year and I didn't set out to write an adult novel. That's just the story that came to me. And so I wish that I was probably more strategic with my career, but I really am a storyteller at heart and I want to tell stories. And so I let those grow organically and come out as they may. Do you kind of feel sometimes you're like Stephen King and you write a book every three days? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, I've got three books coming out next year, and I think three the year after that. And, and I do. I, I feel like I'm always, you know, drowning in some story or another, but that's what makes it all so great. And that's that's an example of you have to be in love with the story you're telling. I mean, it ha- you have to pretty much be obsessed with it because you spend so much time in that world and with those characters. And not only that, you're probably going to read that book a minimum of 30, 40, 50 times before wow. all is said and done. Wow, it's amazing. So do you have a process whereas, you know, you can live your daily life and sit down for an hour and a half and bang it out and then get back to something else? Or do you have to, like, lock yourself in the woods? <laughs> I, I have to lock myself away. It's, reentry is hard for me. And so once I get into that world, I like to stay in it for a while. But early in my career, you know, when my kids were a lot younger, I stole 10 minutes here, 20 minutes there, an hour there. I mean, I did what I had to do to get the story out. So I think whatever works for any writer is is what they should do. But my ideal situation is to lock myself away for a bit and then um, come back into my regular life. You know, when I think about editors, maybe earlier in your career this happened, you tell me, but your editor might tell you, oh, I love this, but, you know, lose this scene and add more to that scene. And do you think, no, it's my story? Do you think, yes, you know, I'll do whatever you say? Um, That's such a good question. And you're right. Early in my career, I think that I was very intimidated by my editors and thought, well, whatever they say, they must know. But as I have grown more confident in my storytelling ability and when I feel something instinctively, most of the time, I'm, we're right on par. I mean, I've worked with many editors, and we are really on the same, in the same headspace. Uh, occasionally, I will push back and say, you know, that doesn't feel natural to the story, or no, I don't want to go down that road. Um, but it's, it's worked out really well so far. I haven't really butted heads with anyone. Last question for you. Do you believe, or are you open to the idea of, aliens in touch with Mesoamerican history. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. That's my one-word answer. Absolutely. <laughs> and if you read the book and you read the, the following book will come out, I just finished it, um, it comes out next October, then you'll really know what I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is, of course, from uh, Rick Reardon Presents, The Lords of Night, a Shadow Bruja novel, Book one, and uh, it's a Stormrunner hardcover. It is out right now, and we've been speaking with the prolific and successful writer, J.C. Cervantes. Thank you so much for coming on. Congratulations on the book. Thanks so much for having me. Take care. No doubt. And uh, I love when she said, you have to be in love with the book, and you have to be obsessed with it. And I think that's so true because, you know, you think about, like, writing a uh, report in in high school or college. Why was it difficult? Because you didn't care. I can still remember the worst, worst, worst experience I ever had in school with a book was Oliver Twist. It was the eighth grade, and every day in class we would read like 10 pages in my English class in junior high, and the teacher would say, what 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 did the artful Dodger mean here? What did J- what did uh, Oliver Twist want? You know what did Jack Fagan want here? I'm like they didn't want anything. If you're trying to, <laughs> this is why I don't read nonfiction. I'm like if you want to say what is Dickens trying to get across with the character saying this? Yes, but Oliver Twist never existed. He doesn't want anything right here. And then I would ruin it. It's like he is alive. He is real. Please, sir, may I have some more? Imagine the poor. How about debtor's prison? That was a good idea. You can't pay anybody back? Go to jail.
Well, how do I pay people back? I don't know, but you didn't pay them back, so go to jail. Come on back. I'm Byline. Dated printer that just can't keep up with you? Visit Staples and upgrade to a new HP Envy Inspire with HP Plus, HP's best home printer, and it comes with six months of free ink. It prints everything you need, from homework and work documents to incredible photos and more with amazing quality. Right now, save seventy dollars on the HP Envy Inspire seventy nine fifty five E. Available at Staples. Offer valid through August twenty seventh. See Staples.com/HP Plus for details. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles.
Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. All right, I feel bad about that. Welcome to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show filmmaker Lizzie Gottlieb. She has directed theater and film for over 20 years and um, teaches documentary filmmaking at the New York Film Academy. And she's here to talk about her uh, new film called Turn Every Page. And this will be uh, premiering at the Mill Valley Film Festival tomorrow at 5 o'clock at the Smith Raphael Film Center. And Turn Every Page explores the remarkable 50-year relationship between two literary legends, writer Robert Caro and his longtime editor, Robert Gottlieb. Lizzie, I noticed the uh, the surname there. This was a family labor of love, wasn't it? Uh, yes, it was a family labor of love. That um, that Robert Gottlieb is my father. So what was the genesis behind you saying, I need to make a doc about this? You know, I heard, so my father is an editor and publisher for many, many years. Um, he was editor-in-chief of uh, first time then Schuster and then Knopf and then he was the editor of the New Yorker magazine. Um, and I wasn't really interested in making a doc about my father, but I, I heard Robert Caro give a speech about working with my dad for 50 years. And really what he talked about is their fights. He sort of said he couldn't, he couldn't, he needed my father to finish his work, but they fight like crazy and they've been fighting for 50 years. And somebody said, what do you fight about? And he said, we have very different feelings about the semicolon. <laughs> and that just struck me. It's so hilarious and absurd. And I thought, here are these two men. My dad's 91. Robert Caro's 86 years old. And they've been fighting about punctuation for 50 years, but also making Bob Caro's books are about how power works in America. And he has this unbelievable way of revealing things that we didn't know about how power works on an urban level, on a national level. And I thought, there's a movie. These two old guys really working insanely hard to finish their life's work. Um, and they can't speed up to get past an argument over a semicolon. They have to fight it out. So, um, it just kind of hit me that that would be an incredible movie. And they both said no. And I actually kept asking and asking and wore them down until they finally said yes. You know, I would recommend not showing your father the way people spell on Twitter. He won't make it. It's so true. It's true. <laughs> well, these books are sort of the, the anti-Twitter. They're the opposite of Twitter, aren't they? <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny. You mentioned uh, a couple months ago I had a guy on. He was uh, selling a book. It was the cartoons that The New Yorker rejected. Now, your dad was never part of that cartoon scene, or was he? Um, he certainly had something to do with selecting cartoons. Um, but I have to say I don't know exactly the extent of it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, listen, we see people, uh, old people argue all the time. But this is compelling. And I think about, you know, the, as you talk about the... The semicolon, which is almost non-existent uh, in today's world, do you know what your dad's thoughts were on the semicolon? Used too much, used too little. Well, I don't want to speak for him, but I think he thinks that they shouldn't be overused. Let's just keep it at that. And I, you know, I think um, I think that's where some of the fighting comes in. But really, you know, it's it's. Um, I think. The reason this matters is because they want these books to um, endure. They want 
to make them as readable and compelling as they possibly can. What would you say is their most ridiculous fight as far as, I mean, to them, I'm sure they think it's super serious, but maybe their most like ludicrous, like, why are you even arguing about this? Well, there's a moment in the movie where um, uh, my father says that he thinks Bob Caro overuses the word looms, as in looming. <laughs> right. And Bob Caro finds that very offensive because he thinks it's a very important word. And um, so that, uh, and my father says, it is a great word, but sometimes it looms too frequently. <laughs> What's your, you know, it's funny, like, I'm not a, a professional grammarian like your father, but I still am kind of a, a spell, you know, cop. And the, the my latest pet peeve is when people say, you know, we should have traded him, he should have done that, and it's always O-F and not apostrophe V-E or H-A. It's should of, and I just, I, it just makes my it's skin... It's not okay. No. It's not okay. Did your um, dad read It, it Eats, Shoots, and Leaves? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if he did. That would be a good one for him. Um, but, you know, I think that I... The movie hopes the movie is about, yes, it's about punctuation, but I think it's really about sort of mortality and legacy and how, what it takes to uncover the truth about what has happened in American politics. And, and in what way does that reveal itself? Well, I think that Caro set out first to write about, you know, his, his book, The Power Broker from the 70s, revealed how a man named Robert Moses, kind of gathered power. He was never elected. He gathered more power than anyone in New York City history and shaped the urban landscape, building highways and parks and roads and bridges. Um, He was never elected, and he had this power for 45 years. And the New York City that we live in today is the Robert Moses New York City with all of its, um, you know, functioning and non-functioning parts. And then Caro set out to try to do the same sort of thing uh, about national power and is writing biography, but really not to tell the story of a great man, as he says. It's to tell the story of how power works. So in writing about Lyndon Johnson, he is writing about the Congress, the Senate, and the presidency through the use and abuse of power by one man. So for you, as I talked about you um, as a theater director and starting an off-Broadway production company as well, what's that been like for you uh, as far as, are you more now into film? Are you still as your heart on the stage? I I have been making films now for some time, and uh, this project has really kind of taken over my life in these last few years. because I felt it really mattered a lot to me, and I thought it was quite important to do. So that's sort of where I have been. And your mom, your mom was a, a very successful actress as well. This was just kind of in your blood. My mom's an actress still, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I think that I think that that's yeah. I grew up in the theater. I grew up in a house full of kind of my father's writers, my mother's actor friends, a lot of chaos and fun and. Um, you know, exciting people around, but not Robert Caro. I had never actually met Robert Caro until shortly before I started making this movie. 
because their relationship is so um, unusual and they're, they depend on each other, but they're not really friends outside of work. And that was kind of mysterious and interesting to me. So Robert Caro does a masterwork on LBJ. He gives it to your dad to edit it. So uh, despite their fights, they still have tremendous respect for each other. A tremendous respect for each other and okay. affection, I would say. So did you get to the point when you were filming, and I'm sure a lot of stuff was on the cutting room floor, but do you say this is a really compelling argument or are these are just two grumpy, irascible old guys right now? <laughs> well, one thing that was so fun for me was they're both unbelievably funny. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, I hope that the film reflects that and that the film is actually fun to watch. I don't want it to be a kind of boring lesson in grammar. I want it to be, um, my father talks in the film about Bob Carroll being both industrious and adorable. And I think they are both two men who are both unbelievably industrious and unbelievably adorable, and they're on a quest. So that's really what I wanted to try to get across in the film. You know, one of the things I love about your New York Film Academy is not just you bring in Spielberg and Pacino and Ron Howard and people like that, but in the first year, you shoot, you direct, you edit, and you have a big crew. It's like sink or swim, isn't it? It's true. I teach a six-week course at the New York Film Academy, and... My students make four short films in six weeks. It's pretty unbelievable. Um, but they make really beautiful films, and they learn a lot. And uh, anyone that uh, you took under your wing now that is crushing it somewhere? Oh, my students? Like Francesco Panzieri? <laughs> I don't know who that is. But... He's, he's the guy who uh, did, uh, he was the guy who did uh, Doom, all the, uh, the new Doom, all the 3D animation. Wow. Well, unfortunately, he wasn't my documentary student, but um, you know, we have a lot of really great, great students out in the world. Um, and my husband actually is the president of the New York Film Academy. Well, that's good. It's like, we, they always say, like, don't work with your friends, so you guys have separate offices? <laughs> we don't speak about it anyway. <laughs> you don't talk shop. All right, no. um, getting back to the, uh, the film Turn Every Page, if you had three to five minutes to say this is my favorite part of the film. Can you think of what that would be? Mm. Um, well, there's a really there's a scene that I love where we went with Bob Caro. He wanted to take us to Johnson City, Texas, um, where Lyndon Johnson grew up, and he takes us to the boyhood home of his childhood. And he sits there, and he tells a story about when he got Lyndon Johnson's brother, Sam Houston Johnson, to come into the house he grew up in and sit there at the hour where the shadows are the same as when um, the Johnson family would have dinner. And he gets Sam Houston Johnson to completely change the story that everyone has always told about Lyndon Johnson's childhood. And instead of it being a sort of scrappy, boisterous childhood, he tells the story of a very, very painful relationship that Johnson had with his father and the kind of pain of Johnson's childhood. And nobody would know that if Caro hadn't taken the time to go there and reveal what had actually happened. And he feels that that story explains so much of why Johnson became the president he was, what he did with his power. 
what he did for, you know, social programs and similarly what he did in Vietnam comes out of understanding the truth of that childhood. And we only get that because Caro was so perseverant and industrious. That's very and cool. And this magical moment in the house, in the film, where we understand what Caro did to get the results he does. Yeah, because Sam Houston Johnson was always seen as kind of a drunk, kind of a Billy Carter, and yeah. so that's very, very poignant. I want to make sure everybody checks out this film, Turn Every Page. It'll be here tomorrow night at 5 o'clock. Lizzie will be in attendance at the Smith Rafael Film Center. It'll also be on October 16th, 4 p.m., at the BAMPFA. This is all part of the Mill Valley Film Festival. Director Lizzie Gottlieb, congratulations on the film and thanks for stopping by. Thank you so much for having me. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We get Cerebral Braby and we will come on back on Sports Pilot. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline.
Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. I joined the army because my father and my brother were in the army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that. And we got another hour coming up. J.D. Sharp, Phil Hanley in studio, and T.K. Kirkland. So a lot of laughs. And then I'll bring in the comedians. <laughs> um, yesterday I went to the last A's game of the year, and it turned out to be pretty cool because Shoei Otani was pitching, and the Japanese media were just filled up the entire press box. So I got my free hot dog, and I got out of Dodge, went over to the treehouse, started day drinking, which was a bad idea because I was asleep by 7, woke up at 1. Anyway, Stephen Vogt was getting a lot of love. It was his last game ever, and his kids, three kids, now batting number 21, our dad, Stephen Vogt. It was really cute. And then he gets a walk, which breaks up Otani's perfect game, I think bottom six, and he ends up scoring. So it's one nothing. And then he comes up versus a reliever later in the seventh, and he hits a solo shot. And he runs around the bases like an excited little kid. How can you not be romantic about baseball? How? How can you? It's, and Stephen Vogt, look, he's been horrible this year. He's in like 150, but he meant a lot to the team over the years. And you had people from the Brewers like Christian Yelich and Brandon Woodruff and just saying, you know, voter, we love you. You meant so much to us. This guy's going to be a manager. He's just too good. Uh, he's too beloved, and he knows the game. He's a catcher. How many catchers are managers? Like 75% of them. But it's just too cool. His kids... And, you know, just running around the bases like a little leaguer. I'm so glad I went to that game. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Byline.
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Weekly jobless claims are up. The Department of Labor says claims for the week ending October 1st were at 219,000. It's an increase of 29,000 from the previous week. There are new fears gas prices will rise even higher now that OPEC and its allies plan to slash oil production. Oil analysts say the cut will probably lead to even more price increases at the pump. The White House saying President Biden is disappointed by the short-sighted decision made by OPEC+. Plus. A group is looking into how many abortion clinics have closed this year. From the USA Radio News West Coast News Bureau, Lance Pry has the details. At least 66 clinics in 15 states have stopped providing abortions since the United States Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. The number of clinics providing abortions in the 15 states dropped from 79 before the June 24th decision to 13 as of October 2nd. That's according to the Guttmacher Institute, a research group that supports abortions. Murders increased slightly across the country last year, according to a new report by the FBI. Appearing on Fox Business, Tennessee Republican Senator Bill Haggerty says this is why he proposed legislation that would end so-called soft-on-crime policies. That's prompted Marsha Blackburn and I, my senior senator from Tennessee, to put forward legislation to deal with this right now. We need to turn around and get our law and order in, in stored, in, reinstated here in our, our cities in America. We need to properly fund the police and prosecutors. President Biden will be in New York and New Jersey on Thursday. New York Governor Kathy Hochul will join the president in Poughkeepsie to highlight a big investment by IBM. The company saying it will make a $20 billion investment in the Hudson Valley region over the next 10 years. USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. The already massive Powerball jackpot keeps getting bigger. With no grand prize winner in Wednesday night's drawing, the top prize has shot up to $348 million. The next drawing set for Saturday night. A big-time movie producer is in hot water. Prosecutors in Los Angeles announced Wednesday that veteran producer Eric Weinberg was arrested Tuesday on multiple charges including sexual assault and false imprisonment. Weinberg is best known as co-creator of the hit TV show Scrubs. Prosecutors say from the 1990s to as recently as 2020, Weinberg used his position in Hollywood to lure young women to photo shoots where he assaulted as many as five victims, but investigators say they believe there are many, many more. In a news conference Wednesday, L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon said no one is above the law. We will hold anyone who commits such acts accountable no matter what your job is, your wealth, or your privilege. 
From the Gulf Coast Radio News Bureau, I'm Tony Maruso. New research shows the best time to eat is earlier in the day. Two new studies published this week suggest eating earlier in the day and within a 10-hour period may help with weight loss and improve cholesterol levels. Week 5 of the NFL season kicks off Thursday night with the Denver Broncos playing host to the Indianapolis Colts. That game can be seen on Amazon Prime. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Improve fuel mileage with Chevron Techron Fuel System Cleaner at O'Reilly Auto Parts. A clean fuel system can increase your vehicle's performance and gas mileage. Get Chevron Techron Fuel System Cleaner starting at $9.99 and earn 10 times O Rewards points on your purchase. Get the most out of every gallon. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts or shop O'ReillyAuto.com today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. News out of the NBA. Look, it's been clear for many years that LeBron James wants to get into NBA ownership. I mean, all you need to do is look at Michael Jordan, a fellow billionaire, to see that. And as I mentioned, the financial power to do such a thing, as he has become the first NBA player, active anyway, to get to billionaire status. And still doing ads nonstop on TV. Well, he was at a preseason game against the Phoenix Suns in Las Vegas. Those of you listening on KSHP, pay attention because he said, quote, it's the best fan base in the world, and I would love to bring a team here at some point. Vegas. Probably because he means they're all. I mean, did you watch that Raider game against the Broncos in Vegas? The whole place was orange. Mark Davis doesn't care. Right now, uh, Adam Silver is in Abu Dhabi. But LeBron said he probably sees every single interview and transcript that comes through the NBA players. So I want the team here, Adam. Thank you. The best fan base in the world, Vegas. Well, the possibility of expansion is legitimate. It's just not an immediate issue. 
The new TV deal is the more pressing one right now. And as I just mentioned, Abu Dhabi, they're trying to spread the religion everywhere. But in Seattle, they're the city going, no, 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 no. We got the Kraken. We lost the Sonics. We get a team. Oh, yeah? Well, remember, an NBA does not allow uh, team owners to play for their teams. Remember when Jordan gave up his stake in the Wiz when he came back? So James does want to own a team. Uh, Jordan owns the Hornets. Otherwise, Steph Curry would probably buy him and <laughs> retire. But uh, there it is. Basketball coming to Vegas, and the Oakland A's are coming to Vegas as well, much to my chagrin. When we come back, we will talk to J.D. Sharp. We'll also have Phil Hanley in studio, the hilarious Canadian comedian, and T.K. Kirkland taking no prisoners at Helium Philly as well. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app. Stitcher app. There I am on twitch.tv. Come on back on Sports Violent. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at againstthenumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages, from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only – Beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com.
Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you on Sports Byline, Coast to Coast, and on American Forces Network. It's 11-12. It's time to check in with one of our friends over at AgainstTheNumber.com. And they are, quote, a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year specialist-specific packages. Their prices are reasonable, their tracking and distribution process is simple, and their results are real. Let's check in with J.D. Sharp once again. We'll get to baseball in a minute, but first we have TNF. And J.D., Russell Wilson, and Matt Ryan can feel the pain because none of the nine NFL teams that change quarterbacks have a winning record just yet. Matt Ryan has eight turnovers, been sacked 15 times. Russell Wilson is the slowest start of his career, only four touchdown passes in four games. This is in Denver, though. I would think I would lean that way. What do you think? So... I do have a play for tonight's game, and my record to this date is 18-2, and two, which I, has to think, I have to think that's the best record in the country. If you're questioning that, I, mean, I know that sounds crazy. It's a 90% win rate, but uh, my, my TikTok, Sharp Betting, every single play that I post is posted before the game, and you can go back and, and check the timestamps there. It's a real record. Um, but my play tonight is actually the over. I like over 42. I look at this game from a totally different perspective. Yeah, Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson have both, you know, they've, they've had some turnovers, they've been sacked, they haven't scored a lot of touchdowns. But the Broncos should have scored probably 30 points in the first game against the Seahawks. Remember, I, remember, I think Melvin Gordon had two fumbles within the five-yard line um, in that game. And Jonathan Taylor is out for the game, but Naheem Hines doesn't get a ton of carries. So what's going to happen, in my opinion, both teams are going to abandon the run because Williams is out and Taylor's out. Both teams have a lot of talent at wide receiver. Actually, the Colts have an injury at safety. Julian Blackman, who is probably their fastest defensive back, is out. And so who's going to guard K.J. Hamler? So I think both teams are going to pass a lot. They're going to run a little bit. It's possible Gordon fumbles, although the Colts haven't really forced many fumbles this year. So, yeah, I I like this game to go over. I think it's going to be maybe like a 31-21 type of score. I wouldn't be shocked at all if the Broncos ended up winning the game outright or covered the spread, but my play is on over 42, Rick. Very, very well, and that's a freebie right here if you're listening. 18-2 and is pretty insane, to say the least. Uh, Switching to baseball, yesterday I went to the last game of the season at the Coliseum. Uh, Shoei Otani had a perfect game through five until Stephen Vogt walked. He ended up scoring, and then he ended up hitting a solo shot the last game of his life. Uh, His kids were announcing. Yeah, and I was just thinking, you know, and the A's won their 60th game, which is the worst in the American League. But I was there, and I was thinking, how can you not be romantic about baseball? Right, exactly. And and you're totally right about that. And that's pretty cool that you were there. Not only did you watch... Stephen Vogt hit that home run and his last at bat, his last game, which is amazing, despite the fact that, yeah, they've only won 60 games. But in my opinion, you watch Shohei Otani finish the best season in Major League Baseball history. I mean, he is now 
top 10 home runs, top 15 RBIs. He's top 10 wins, top seven strikeouts, top six ERA in the same season. I mean, this guy was an all-star offensively and on the mound in the same season. No player has done that. Babe Ruth kind of did that 100 years ago, but that was a completely different type of competition like you're seeing now. And what's even crazier is Otani was hit by a pitch the day, the game before, and he still pitched the next day and went one for four. And then you also saw Mike Trout hit a 490-foot oh, home yeah. run. Well, honest to God, that thing may have gone 550 feet. I mean, he, that, he completely clobbered that bomb did you see that ball i mean did i was did you watch that ball go over your head yeah i was in this place called the treehouse which is in the right field bleachers so i saw the trajectory he almost got it up to the fifth deck <laughs> <laughs> that is so that is so insane and let's look at trout's year too 40 bombs 80 rbis he had a 999 ops which is you know pretty much run of the mill for him he he only played 119 games he signed through i believe 2030 with the Angels, if he stays with the Angels, I think there's a decent chance that he actually could be, uh, A, the single-season home run record holder over Aaron Judge in the AL, With it, if you look at the numbers that he had this year, and B, he could actually be the career home run leader if he keeps up what, he, what he's kept up. Because I think that I think that one of the reasons why Trout gets hurt so much is because he tries to steal bases. He's, you know, he's 6'2", 235. He's a big guy. He's still trying to steal bases. He's still making acrobatic plays in the outfield. If he stops doing that, and I think he's got his back thing figured out, he may be in for some 50 to 65 home run a year type of seasons, especially if he's, if he's sitting right in front of Otani. So, yeah, you, you, watch, you watch that home run by Trout, and in my opinion, you watch Shohei Otani, who should be the, the MVP at this point, uh, finish off one of, if not the best season in Major League Baseball history. But here's the deal. As much as I agree with you, it just depends on how you say most viable. To me, most viable means the best guy, and the best guy is Otani. Right. Right, I get it. Yeah, and that's like, to me, Steve Nash winning two years when LeBron and Kobe were in the league with stupid people. So, well, he's more valuable. He's more valuable. So it just depends on how you look at it. But look, when uh, you know uh, Ted Williams hit 400, he wasn't the MVP because DiMaggio had his hit streak. So the Yankees take right. precedent. Aaron Judge is going to be the MVP. He just is. I know. I know. I know he is going to be the MVP. And he had an amazing season. You know, one one point, I believe it was one point one one OPS. He obviously hit the sixty two bombs and one hundred and thirty something RBIs. He had the the sixteen twenty stolen bases. He hit three eleven, but he didn't get the triple crown. I think had he gotten the triple crown, he would be he would be under consideration for the best offensive season in Major League Baseball history. But, I mean, Otani was pitching every four or five days. He was hitting at a very high level. And really, imagine if Otani had – I mean, you look at the numbers. When Trout was back, they both played really well together. But when Trout was gone, who did he have? Jared Walsh, Taylor Ward, who was hurt also, Luis Ranjifo, Joe Adele. There was nobody around Otani, so they they didn't have to really pitch to him. But if if Otani played with Trout all year – I think Otani would have had 40 home runs and 110 or 115 RBIs along with the numbers that he had. So considering that the team that he had around him and the numbers that he put up both as a hitter and a pitcher, it's just unbelievable. And so that's exactly why I purchased uh, five Otani rookie cards last night, Rick. Wow. Let me ask you this last question because uh, yesterday was a pretty good get by byline. We called up John Sterling the day after the call, and we got him. He does not recognize 
Barry Bonds, sort of like uh, Roger Maris Jr. and all that. To me, I just count. Right. Them, I just count them as they go over the fence because the pitchers were roided up too. Where do you stand on all that? Uh, you know, I, I think that at, at this point, Judge has the record because he's not he's not juicing. And you look at Bonds. I mean, Bonds Bonds was a. He, in my opinion, he has the best stats of any baseball player of all time. Before he was hitting 73 bombs, he was still stealing 40 bases and hitting 35 home runs and hitting 320. He was a three-time MVP. I mean, he, he, he had the amazing hand-eye coordination and the, and the athleticism from day one, and then he added that, that extra strength and also that element of fear, which allowed him to be walked as well. So I think Judge has the record, but you still have to say that Bonds, even, even without the steroids, should be in the Hall of Fame. Now, does he, is he the best player of all time without the steroids? Probably not, but with the steroids, his numbers are our greatest of all time type of numbers. But yeah, I, I agree with Sterling in the fact that as of now, Aaron Judge has the home run record because he did not take steroids. We think he hasn't taken steroids. Rick right, Tidlow. exactly. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> we, I guess we don't know for a fact. Also, Justin Verlander, how about him? 39 uh, years old, lowest, lowest ERA since 2000. Yeah, he's insane, and he's gonna. Yeah, who would have coming off Tommy John too at his age is exactly. absolutely insane. We've been speaking with JD Sharp. Go to againstthenumber.com for all the breakdowns. JD eighteen and two Sharp. He said, "Take the over tonight on TNF." JD, thanks a lot, man. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, we'll take a quick break. Phil Hanley in studio next. He's at the punchline. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 
That's 800-298-9093. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. beats his servants. I'm really nice to my servants, and I'm also really excited that stand-up comedian Phil Hanley is back in studio. He's at the Punchline, and uh, he's one of our faves. He's been in so many times before. In fact, he's been in so many times he knows where to sit, and we switched the seats on you. Yeah, it threw me. Thrown. <laughs> and you're on the Twitch.tv cameras as well, rocking a beard, huh? Yeah. Has it been that long I didn't have a beard? I'm trying to think. Well, actually... Well, I don't know. It's hard to tell, but some because you know um, your your buddies always tease you about being Mister Cardigan. Uh, yeah, I, I used to wear a cardigan. Yeah, and they yeah they won't let it go. <laughs> I still I still stand by that look, but yeah. I uh, saw you in uh, Sam Morrill's documentary where they were people were coming back to the cellar and yeah. everything out on the street. Yeah. So what were you doing during the pandemic? I uh, I was I stayed in New York the whole time, which. Uh, it was so at the beginning was so surreal because you didn't it was just so empty i would walk you'd walk down the middle of the road like that's how i would get around because you were like trying to avoid people and it was really like um walking dead type situation Mm -hmm. uh and then yeah i just stayed i stayed all the way through because they i'm from canada my family lives in canada so i was worried that you know if they switch something with the border whatever i would get trapped Mm -hmm. so uh, yeah, we just laid low, and then we started doing shows on roofs and stuff like that. Sam actually recorded a really good special. Yeah, tiny cupboard. Right? Uh, yeah, that was one of the rooms, and then uh, we would do just people like would have a building, and they would be like, "Yeah, we can do a show," and one comic would do it, and then tell other people, and then they would kind of become like a a thing. We'd just go to like certain buildings and and just do a show on the roof for the people that lived in the building. 
No, it's crazy. I, I love the ambition uh, through all that. And it's actually, that's his two documentaries, because Sam was up on a roof, and then he... Yeah, that's his special, What yeah. is it, Salacuse follows him around with a camera? Yeah, and- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Salacuse, a great uh, photographer and videographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he did that. He did that. That... Um, documentary with sam and then he also videoed his um he did a sam actually did a comedy special on Mm -hmm. on a roof during that time sure yeah no i love that as well so take me back to before the pandemic and you know like i was there last december well actually that's when omicron hit but the cellar was open and and i was going to all the clubs again so it was really fun but did you do any of the zooms or the parking lots or anything? No, I I, I did roofs because it was like a, it felt like an actual show. And uh, did stand up New did, York use the park? I think yeah, different clubs did yeah. different things. I I didn't I didn't do uh, I've done shows in parks before. Mm-hmm. Did you not, do Souljos? Souljos? Uh, I never no, I never did that. <laughs> but people love Souljos. But I just but the Zoom thing I drew the line because I was like I, it yeah. just not. Like it, for me, it just didn't feel right. Yeah. The well, idea how could you get when you like? Sam used to know feedback, and I'm not a comedian, but every once in a while, I try to be funny, and somebody will tell me years later, "Hey, that was funny," and I'm like, "Oh, it was." But for you, if you're getting no feedback, you feel like you're dying. Right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so I and that and just like sitting in my kitchen, like sitting or like uh-huh. I know some people would stand, but you're still in your kitchen, right? Um, to do a Zoom show, so I just, I just, I had to say no to those. Well, now uh, Joe List said that the Kooks took over New York because everybody went to the Hamptons. Now you yeah. stayed. So how much yeah. did the Kooks run the streets? It, I mean, it was bad. It was kind of alarming because I was like, I love New York, and and being from Canada, it was like so hard to get there, and such a big deal. But then when it was empty, I was like, oh, maybe I'm like a small town guy because it was like you know the population was so low and uh i loved it it was just like mellow and it was really 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 surreal like i'm not exaggerating they were like you know stay six feet away at the beginning and no one knew exactly so i would like walk there was one coffee shop i live in the east village there was one coffee shop open in the west village mm-hmm. i would walk down the middle of the street meet my friend and we'd go to the one coffee shop that was open and but mm-hmm. like down the white line you'd walk it was <laughs> so weird yeah it was really really weird i it was great though a couple of years ago, I got an Airbnb in the East Village on the recommendation of uh, Big J. I was uh-huh. at St. Mark's and First. Oh, okay. Where are you? I'm quite close to there. I'm a couple blocks from there. Okay. St. Mark's and First. During the pandemic, uh, a lot went down on St. Mark's. People would just have these crazy, they would just be like street parties, and it would just like erupt, or uh, the park in the East Village, Tompkins Square Park, there'd be like a full-on like rave. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it got wild. It got really wild. But I like that you wrote it out, though. Yeah, one, yeah, one hundred percent. I, I, uh, yeah, I didn't, le- I didn't leave for. Day. Yeah, I didn't. I just stayed, <laughs> and it, it just the one day became another day. And I have a, mm-hmm. you know, East Village. Just, the apartments are small. Sure. Yeah. And then didn't Ari go to like Costa Rica or something? Yeah, Ari, I'm sure traveled the globe. <laughs> and now he's like in Alphabet City, right? Uh, yeah, Not he, too far from you. Exactly. Yeah, he's on the other side of the park. Wow. So uh, Phil Hanley is with us. Um, are you going to go to? Uh, this is a personal question. Maybe I shouldn't even bring it up, but I will. Are you Let's going to Mark's uh, wedding in New Orleans? I am. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's good because yeah. I, I was looking for you at the uh, bachelor party, but I know Sam couldn't make it, and some of these other. Yeah, people. yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah they had the bachelor party in Tampa. I, yeah, I didn't. I couldn't. Uh, mm-hmm. I forget what I, I think. I had a, I had like a weekend already booked. Now here's the weird thing. I know this stuff, and I'm not a stalker. 
So just think about the people who are obsessed and yeah. stalk you. Do you have you ever had anything weird? Uh, I no, I have not. <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, I have not had anything uh, weird. No, I've had only good things. I have um, people, you know, send me tons of Grateful Dead T-shirts and nice things like that. You yeah. wearing one right now? I am wearing one. Yeah, yeah. I'm just fresh, fresh from the mail. <laughs> When you're in San Francisco, it's you know you're it's kind of deadhead out here. Do yeah. You, do you like go to some more places? Uh, yeah, I love it. I got um, I got an invite to go have lunch at uh, one of the houses where the the dead lived at one point. Cool. Uh, that's during this trip, so I'm cool. excited for that. Yeah, I mean San Francisco is my favorite city to play. Punchline's Great. my favorite club to play. That's awesome. I think it was last weekend. Bob Weir had three shows at the Great American Music Hall. Uh, yeah, he's on tour right now with the Wolf Brothers. Yeah, yeah. he played uh, DC last night. So, growing up in Vancouver, were your parents deadheads, or when did you? Oh get into God, them? no, no, no. I grew up in Ontario, and uh, no, my parents. Oh, you grew lived... up in Ontario. Yeah, but okay. m- then my family, re- my parents retired, and my sister moved out to Vancouver. So I started okay. comedy in Vancouver. But no, my parents are the furthest from uh, deadheads. So, how much are you a hockey guy? You know, during the pandemic, I got into hockey. <laughs> I I hadn't watched. Ho- I played hockey when I was eight. I'm sure yeah. you covered. It's the law in Canada. Uh, everyone plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, it was my career was brief, and then uh, <laughs> I completely got out of hockey. And then during the pandemic, with the when the Olympics were on, I just like out of boredom one night was watching the uh, Canadian women's team, mm-hmm. and they were so good and so incredible to watch that uh, I started watching the the women's Olympics teams, and then and then I just started watching the NHL. That's great. So, yeah. are you a Leafs guy? I when I was a kid, I was not a Leafs guy. I was like a Rangers fan, and I, for some reason, even growing up in Canada, I was like Buffalo Rangers and uh, the Islanders. I just love the New York area. Uh, but now, uh, now I'm a Leafs fan. Yeah, it's just last season, and I like the Leafs and the Rangers. Do you go to MSG and check out the Rangers? I we talk about it. It just hasn't happened, but I, I want to for sure, and I, I want to go to uh, the Gardens too. If you want to go, I think I'm going to Leafs at Rangers. December 10th, I think. Really? Yeah, if you want to come. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. You and I. Yeah, I'm going to be in New, in New York, yeah. I'm like, I would love to do that. All right, well, leave us your uh, number and I'll be Oh, it'll be so fun. Yeah. We'll go to the cellar for uh, for drinks and uh, some wings afterwards. I would love that. Yeah, I w- it's funny because in last December, I was at the Olive Tree, and at my table, I was right by the comedian's table. Uh-huh. And so I was just trying to play it cool. You know, I'm a comedy nerd. And Colin Quinn sits down and everything. And I know not even to look over there, but out of the corner of my eye, I'm like, this is so cool. Because then I was like, if I have to use the bathroom, I get to go down the comedian's stairs. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's the coolest part. Yeah. I mean, for me, uh, and I'm, you know, I'm at the, I, if I'm in New York City, I, I, I'm, you know, at the, at the cellar at night and, but yeah, I'll never, and I've been there for like 10 years or something like that. But yeah, to see Colin Quinn. Or David Tell in mm. the comedy cellar mm-hmm. is like that was why I think it was four years ago I was at the cellar and I thought who's going to bomb in I want I want somebody to bomb even though it was a great lineup and here comes a Tell and I'm like thank you you know he yeah. just comes in and just you know just the the one liners going constantly and and he walked in and he just said. Yeah, I look like I run a GameStop in Syria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just. yeah, he yeah, he to see David Tell in that I always try to think of like the perfect analogy, but it's like seeing like Charlie Parker at Birdland or like mm-hmm. it's just 
that the late night spot david tell at the comedy cellar like mm-hmm. that's that's the the best it's perfection all right yeah. so uh tonight you have one show tomorrow too saturday too that's correct yeah okay and uh feature did you bring somebody as a local no it's uh local comics okay yeah that's good yeah and uh what are people in store for uh, greatest night of their lives uh yeah i mean it's it, this is a good time to come to the shows because I, I have i'm still doing i have a com, i have a special coming out on october 20th and i'm so i still have like those jokes i can still do some of those jokes and then mm-hmm. after that i'll have to do all new stuff so this is a good time to see me all right i think because of my hookup i think we, i can get us a couple of tickets really yeah leafs, oh. leafs rangers oh my god that'd be so cool all right phil hanley see him tonight at the punchline tomorrow and saturday thanks for coming in man thanks for having me great to see you brother great stuff tk kirkland on the other side come on back tell me who's watching who's watching me Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, We'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. 
sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218 That's 800-950-8218 Paid for by Want to Sell Teams have four attempts to move the ball ten yards So if you see a graphic on your screen that says first and ten that means it's the team's first attempt to get ten yards be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. We're waiting for our guests, and when we get the guest, we'll throw him on the air. Might be hard, though. He's a pretty big guy. Um, You know, I was thinking about uh, the playoffs. Playoffs? And I was wondering if Aaron Judge will set a postseason record for walks. (laughs) Because, as we were discussing with John Sterling yesterday, the voice of the Yankees is that the Yankees pretty much stink without him. And maybe stink is the wrong word, but there's just no one scary. And you think, John Carlos Stanton's not scary? And like, eh. Anthony Rizzo, Gleyber Torres, they're not schmucks. But Aaron Judge has uh you know it's not like Barry Bonds where he gets free passes but i was just trying to think you know what would it be the the record for walks by the way is Barry Bonds that was in that world series against the angels his only world series 2002 he was walked 13 times in 30 plate appearances seven times intentionally that i mean if you think about Babe Ruth, the, that's the next record. 1926 World Series versus St. Louis. Walked 11 times, only once intentionally. The record before him is 10 times by the same Cardinals the same year that Bonds went to the World Series in the NLCS. He got 10 walks with three intentional. <clears throat> before that... Um, the other two tied with 10 for third all time. Frank Thomas of Chicago versus Toronto, 93 ALCS. He was walked 10 times twice intentionally. And how about Gene Tennis, Raymond Geno Tenace? He used to say his name the right way. Raimondo Gino Tenace. Gene Tennis, 1973 World Series, walked 10 times once intentionally. So. I think it would be very tough to break the record because that's only five games and the World Series is seven games. But Bonds averaged an intentional walk per game. But somebody also asked me the other day, they're like, who's a dark horse in the playoffs? Who's a dark horse? And you can go ahead and look at guys on like Cleveland, like Jimenez, or you know, you think about McNeil winning the batting title. And by the way, You win the batting title in the National League by sitting down. I don't like that. (laughs) 
because I remember when Ricky Henderson uh, missed out on the uh, batting title versus George Brett, and George Brett didn't play the last game. But he had a four-point lead versus Freddie Freeman, and they put him in late as a defensive replacement, which didn't make a lot of sense. I don't know. I just think it's more manly. Like, remember Ted Williams? They said, hey, you're at 3999.8. And he said, oh, no, I'm playing. And ended up hitting, what, 403. All right. Let's go to our guest. It's great to have him back once again. It is T.K. Kirkland. He is at Helium Philadelphia and uh, has a big run there. He's got another show tonight, two on Friday, two on Saturday. And he even has a Sunday show as well. T.K., you might as well move to Philly, man. Absolutely. The, the love in Philly is, as they say, brotherly strong. <laughs> <laughs> now, for you, as, as you're acting, and I know you've been acting since the, uh, the 90s, is that something that once you learn it's like riding a bike, or do you got to kind of keep taking classes? No, no, no. You know, in the, in the, um, the black community, because of so many things that are happening in life, you always act. So we're ready. So that's our, that's our, that's our um, um, way of learning. Now, what does that mean? Can you get into it? Yeah, basically, you know, if you, get, if you, if you got fake ID or you got something <laughs> wrong in life, you know, you, you, you got to know how to act. <laughs> I remember so when he, uh, Andre Risen, the wide receiver, was pulled over and he told the police his name was Brock Middlebrook. And I thought that was a great <laughs> fake name. Yeah, me and Andre Risen has been dear friends for years. Well, you have to ask him about Brock Middlebrook. Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> How you been, though? I've been all right, man. How about you? You know, you know, I, I, I'm blessed. Can't complain. Now, are are you still the gangsta of comedy? And I remember, you know, the NWA days, Eminem, Jay Z, Lil Wayne, all that. Or is it? Uh, I mean, are you always going to be? The gangster of comedy. Well, here's the thing. I, 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 I got to wherever y'all have that at. That has to come out. I stopped calling myself that. I think back in 1993. <laughs> 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 because as you get older, that's the name that you don't want. And I, I travel all over the world now, and Dubai, and not a damn, and um, uh, Liverpool. So no, it's just the it's just T K Kirkland. Um, the the platforms in the last ten years, the uh, the Breakfast Clubs, the Blast TVs, all these um, new social media outlets, and especially you guys, has just truly uh, changed my life around the world. Because you know, back in the day, you couldn't get on. Well, I couldn't get on the Arsenio Hall shows back in the the, the David Letterman, the Johnny Carson. So I'm just happy that uh, I've had a great run in this business and just truly looking forward to uh, sharing my gift to the world because, you know, I do everything from, uh, I call it street ministry, to give people the, the knowledge and uh, education about everything from a EIN to LLC to uh, life insurance to know how to um, leave a relationship and know how to stay in a relationship. Yeah, and I think about like you're you're you've got a great mix of East Coast West Coast, right? Oh, absolutely, and that's one of the great things about going to college because my um, degree is in speech communication. Mm-hmm. So I've always 
speech. You have to know your voice, but you can't get the same speech everywhere you go. So that's the same way I do it by stand-up. Yeah, no, I like that. That's a good way to go about it. So what are mm-hmm. what are some of the, like when you're in Dubai, like how does that help you out? You have to sit back and just sit, chill. But the great thing about Dubai is you talk about just how rich they are. Like um, they, that's a whole nubble rich. Like they, they truly can have sidewalks that move you like walking down a, um, a treadmill, you know. So it, 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 the money over there is just insane. What was maybe the most audacious thing that you saw there? It was just like, like, oh, my gosh, that's just too rich. Um, being in the mall at 115 and it was snowing. They got their own snow. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah, they got their own snow. Like, and you can really go skiing, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, a whole, whole nother level. But the great thing about everything is that we're here in Philly. I was walking through the city downtown, and I just, I, it felt so good that everybody recognized T.K. Kirkland. Mm. And to the, all the fans in Philadelphia, like when I used to run track and used to come to the pin relays back in the day with Ben Franklin, Overbrook, um, those days. So to, to the city, come check out T.K. Kirkland at Helium Club tonight, two shows tomorrow, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday, and I have my own network now. So let me explain to you what's going on. You know, I try to teach empowerment and being in business. So to all your fans who are listening, I have a special that's about to come out November 17th on my own network called TK.network. Mm-hmm. Uh, listening now, go to TK.network. Put in code TK, and you will get 50% off one of the most funniest stand-up specials of our time. So most people want to go do um, Netflix, Hulu, um, uh, Tubi, but I created my own lane, and I, 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 just, I just feel so proud of myself on this one. That's amazing. Tell us again the name and how to get it. It's the TK.network. When you go to the site, ladies and gentlemen, code TK, put in 50% off. And I want everybody to show love and support because what we want to do to anybody that's trying to do anything in this game, create your own lane, start your own business, that way you do for yourself. And this is one of those examples. Now, that's really, really cool. So now for somebody who's thinking, yeah, you know, I might go to the show tonight. What happens? Do you just say you're going to laugh your ass off, or does something else happen? Well, you're going to laugh your ass off, but you're going to, I'm either going to intimidate you or inspire you. <laughs> Which one would you choose when you walk out that door? <laughs> that's, the, that's the great thing. You know, that's the thing about um, this particular stand-up. By working with some of the greats of the late Robin Harris, Bernie Mac, back in the day, though. Um, this, um, um, Dick Gregory, all these guys who um, you learn from all these years coming up and just really um, taking that craft learning and giving it to the people. Because like I said, the last time you, I was on your show, we sold this thing out. Your, 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 your support, the people listening to you, your fans really came out for me. So I'm glad you guys got me back on here again. 
Yeah, uh, you, just one more question for you. You mentioned Dick Gregory. I mean, that guy did so much in his lifetime. What what was maybe some? I mean, just politically and and uh, comedically. What what was maybe one or two things he taught you? You know about you. He read a lot, and every city that he went to, he read the paper. So a good comedian will always have his bulk of material. But you have to know what's going on in the city that you're going to. So I'm truly ready um, to talk about it because I find that uh, you guys, homeless people, are not like homeless people everywhere else. Like, you guys got the most well dressed homeless people <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. They have Nikes, they have the greatest sweatpants. <laughs> and as I was walking downtown, a guy said, Hey, um, can you loan me $5? I mean, can you give me $5? This could be you, too. And I said, well, I'm going to keep my $5 because you're right. It could be me, too. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. I gave him the $5. I don't want nobody to be assistant to, towards me. But, yes, Healing Club, for tickets and information, please call 215-496-9001. That's right. TK Cook is down. So, please. Tell somebody who knows somebody that got a car. I'm in the city from the night through Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. There he is, heliumcomedy.com for tickets. One show tonight, two Friday, two Saturday, and a Sunday show at 7 as well. TK, man, good stuff. I, next time you're in the Bay, come on by, man. Uh, I definitely will, my man. I'll let um, Meredith know because I'll be there, believe it or not, in two weeks. So I'm going to call you so I can come through. Oh, damn, yeah. We'll look forward to seeing you there. All right, be good, man. I'll see you soon. You take care of yourself. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a break and come on back on Sports Byline. recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever hey look I, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but I was out of options I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, I'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. 
Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Uh, that, that hurts my feelings. 1-800-878-PLAY. Do you know that the uh, Major League Baseball is going to have a lottery for the first round next year for the first time ever? So the Nationals, the A's, and the Pirates are the bottom three, and they'll have, it's almost like the NBA where you get a 70, 17% chance the the A's get a 16.2% chance, which is the same as the Nationals in Pittsburgh. Um, it's the 12 teams that didn't go to the playoffs. Playoffs. So you have the Brewers, who are 10 games over 500, that will get the number one overall pick. Why do you say that, Rick? Because they will. <laughs> They're going to get the number one overall pick. <clears throat> it's going to be one of those. Uh, Chris Mullen, Patrick Ewing uh, type of situations. Uh, it could happen, right? Um, also, um, I wanted to answer the question that I got about who's going to be an unsung hero in the playoffs, and I'm telling you it's going to be Albert Pujols. Albert Vladimir Pujols. No, I don't know his middle name. Uh, I think it's going to be him. He's going to do something very, very weird He's a guy who, remember, was the NLS MVP in 2004 when he hit 500. 
That was 12 years ago, you might say. Yeah, well, actually, wait a minute. 2000, I can't add. That was 18 years ago. Just look for the guy. He's really big and he wears number five. All right, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll do it again. By the way, the name of this show is called Relentless Interviewing. Come on back. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.